You know, these past few weeks that we started doing midweek homilies, it's really provided a chance to reflect on some of the more challenging readings from the lectionary. Those often found outside of our regular Sunday rota challenged us to find where can inspiration come from. And tonight's readings from John's Gospel and the Book of Acts are are two very different kinds of what's known as a farewell address. The first from Jesus as he makes his high priestly prayer of intercession, and then from the Apostle Paul as he tearfully sets out from Ephesus and tries to leave the very, very specific instructions behind. Now, those of you who know Paul may recognize his tendency to try to stage manage even from afar, and this time is no different. Sometimes he does it through letter after letter after letter. Jesus' prayer is more trusting in some ways. His prayer is for the unity and protection of the disciples and for our unity and protection by comparison. Now, it's more familiar, but as I mentioned last Sunday, it's still as confusing as ever because I preached on a part of this last Sunday and I noted how the abundance of pronouns, the relentless repetition, All that resulted in a tendency of a message to get lost. I know it's certainly harder to read. But the core themes of unity, of providential guidance and protection, and the call to be in the world but not of the world, they all resonate. Now Paul takes this heavenly father and son dialogue, and I'd say normalizes it for the non-apostolic set of disciples, as it were, who live in Ephesus. Using a traditional farewell discourse construction, Paul implores the Ephesians to think about, to recall his work there, provide some retrospection, his great deeds. He asks them to assess the present situation. He reminds them of his relation to the Ephesians, all the things he's done for them, and how little he's asked for in return. He does his own work. He asks them, and gives them an expectation to anticipate the future, what the church, what's going to happen to the church and especially to the pastors. And Paul urges them to keep watch over the pastors and over all the flock. He warns them that after he is gone, savage wolves will come in among you, even some from within the flock maybe. So above all, they are to be alert. And then finally, he offers commendation and a blessing. In all this, I have given you an example that by such work we must support the weak. Remembering Jesus' words, it is more blessed to give than to receive. That's his commendation, and that's his blessing. Now these two farewell messages taken as a whole offer us a kind of continuous direct line back to unity with God through Jesus. We are one in Jesus. Jesus is one in God. Therefore, we are one in God. Now, this won't be easy. The world will hate us just as it hated Jesus because he and we are in the world, but not of the world. We'll encounter teachers along the way, teachers like Paul, who will join us and keep watch over us, who will monitor for the savage wolves that might try to take our eye off the one true way. 
Teachers who will wow us with their service and remind us of our central commission, that one to support the weak, all the weak, weak of heart, the fearful, the oppressed, the sick, the poor. This teacher reminds us of, of our central commission before that teacher sets off to other shores. When I think of the history of St. Peter's, I think of many, many of the teachers made in the mold of Paul who have blessed these walls. Reciting Bishop Allen, of course, but more recently, towering teachers like Peggy, Greg, Mary Helen, Terry, and of course, Linda. I can't speak for Peggy, but I know that one day, if I am so blessed, I'd like to be able to provide a farewell address that reaches you the way Paul reached the Ephesians. I'll remind you of our accomplishments, our shared love, and I'll leave you with the gentle reminder that you are still called to serve the weak, no matter where they'll be. And if I have time, and if the words come, I'd hope to remind you of your unbreakable bond with God through Jesus Christ, of the providential care God offers you, of your oneness with God through Christ, and above all, of the call to always be in the world, but not of the world. That's what St. Peter's is about. I would like nothing more than to be remembered as such a teacher, even of a much lower stature, standing even nearby the giants who've come before me, serving this remarkable community of St. Peter's. Thank you, and amen.